Hey everybody, welcome to our AW Dynamite podcast, or as the tweet says, AW Dynamite. Yeah. That was on purpose. Um, Inamite? Mm-hmm. Um, happy Wednesday. Yeah. Also, happy first stream with Mark looking like a little streamer man over there. Yeah. I, uh, I got a new light. Nice uh, LED light bar or light strip, corner light. And uh want to see what it looks like with the lights off. Pretty nice. It looks really good on you. Yeah, I can miss with the colors I, a little um... bit. Ooh, really? I like the purple a lot. Purple pink is very nice. What if I have like a blue... Blue... Sorry. Oh, looks sad. He looks moody. What about red? Oh God, that's ang. That's like aggressive. So that kind of looks like you've been up all night, and you're like, it's like the sun is peeking yeah. in. The the pink definitely looked the that's best. Nice. I like the pink a lot. Um, I'm over here just playing with fourteen different lamps. Mm -hmm. I wonder if. No, I can't do it without something else. I'm gonna fuck around with my monitor, but I didn't feel like plugging in my um, laptop because I haven't opened it since last Monday. So I don't want to do it. Oh, Miriam has a really good suggestion. She said mm -hmm. you could change the lights for different segments, like turn on turn the lights red when you hated a promo or a match. All right. That's the deal from now on. Oh dear, okay. It's a good thing we're not doing WWE anymore, because otherwise this would always be on. All red? Um, okay. Just spilled half my drink on myself. The pink will be the default. Okay. So how, how did you enjoy today's Dinamite? It was fun. It was very nice to see uh, Mercedes on AEW. I thought we had a lot of fun today. Yeah. Um, the the real downturn of of the show was Dan Lambert. That whole thing. Oof. That was a rough fucking promo. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not even that like he's a heel yet. Like, oh, he's a heel. He's supposed to be saying bad things, but like. What he's saying isn't even like creative. It's not like the MJF low hanging fruit. It, it's like this dude is clearly just, I don't know. It, it's poorly written. I, it's like Cody Island levels of writing, which I think because we're entering Cody Island for Dan Lambert, um, it's like obvious heels, obvious faces. Not. I, Not in terms of crowd reception. I'm just but. tired. I'm just tired of like the same fucking insults used by every single old ass dude. Mm -hmm. When it comes to them, they're like, "Oh, she's a bitch. She's a slut. She's a she's a stripper." It's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Does that have anything to do with her wrestling ability? Last I checked. Yeah. That's all I'm here for. The, the only instance of, like, those insults being used that I, I thought was done well was fucking Moose. 
on impact which i think you were asleep for when he called chelsea green a whore but the thing with moose is that it's like because it's moose i'm like right but the i i think impact's writing with that whole storyline has just been like so good because we know moose is a fucking horrible person he he ripped that title away from josh in front of his own family so of course he's gonna call chelsea green a whore but like then you have dan lambert who's representing a martial arts the mixed martial arts brand calling somebody a stripper then he like when he doubled down on the stripper thing and i was like get it and then ethan page stepped in and and also and triple downed on it yeah and i was like ethan no i like scorpio kept kept to himself the whole time (laughs) scorpio kept his goddamn mouth shut and thank god Mm -hmm. for that so this is a sidebar that means nothing to anybody involved in this podcast besides you um when i cut my finger and we were looking for that gauze entire time it was on my desk oh, of course it was we saw like, it we saw it seen it lately we in the middle of my finger bleeding we saw it oh i just i just saw it now and i was like you know what i'm not gonna remember to say this later um yeah i i, I thought that today was a i thought today was a good episode i really enjoyed today yeah yeah i did too and there wasn't even like there was no hangman there was no dark order none of like the big um the the big like subjects of AEW. Cody wasn't there. Um the only one was like Orange Cassidy. That was it. <laughs> and I don't know about everyone else, but I I am ecstatic that Cody has the TNT belt now. I'm so happy. If you watch our two K twenty streams, you'll know how happy I am. Like I said, I wasn't winning or losing on that, so mm. I don't know. I, I I think I I think the payoff with this whole Cody storyline is gonna be so fun because they're going hard hey. on it. I, I think it's going to be more interesting than um Sammy's. Yeah. Title oh, reign, absolutely. But. That I don't have trouble believing. Yeah. Sammy's reign had about as much... uh, As much... Spice to it as, like, Damien Priest's title reign. Or, like... Any WWE mid-card reign. With some exceptions. Damien's title reign was going fine up until... Lately. Yeah. Like, recently it's kind of fallen to shit, but that's not Damien's fault in any capacity. Yeah, it doesn't help that he's, that they're trying to maintain him being a face while going through all this shit. They're like, oh, he's a face. It's like, well, he can be a heel. It's okay. Like, have him, if you're going to have him be a face, have him, like, like, visibly suffering because of his own attitude. Like... He he hates himself because he can't finish a match. Yeah, like you, it, him standing there, like looking at himself, like, uh, is not. He does like the cartoony, like, 
like a uh, angry face. Like it's so yeah. dumb. Anyway, this is dynamite. This isn't this isn't raw. Sorry. You get caught up. <laughs> um I don't know how I feel about that last match though. Really? You didn't like it very much? I didn't like it. It's just that like it's it's gotten a little goofy, I think. I mean, in my humblest of opinions. I mean, there are some goofy spots, but I I think you can have goofy spots as long as they're done by the goofy wrestlers like Orange Cassidy. Just my thing is more so. I just. I, Adam was the one who was vouching for Kyle this whole time. Mm-hmm. So for Adam to like get need by Kyle once and be like, it's like. Well, that I think that also goes to Adam Cole's like short temper, because he has had a bit of a short temper, and he'll probably say something like, "I gave you one chance." And you kicked me with it. I liked that Bobby the whole time was just like, at the end, was just like, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. You're I right. I have a feeling we'll be having a Bucks versus Red Dragon, Red Dragon match for uh, Adam Cole. Cole on a pole? Yeah, Adam Cole on a pole match. Elf on a shelf, except better. Yeah. Um, um, also, when I was home, my dad found out that there's something called a snoop on a stoop, and he was like, I want this so badly, and I was like... Is it, uh, Snoopy? It's Snoop Dogg. Oh, Snoop Dogg? Hmm. I could not see your dad with Snoop Dogg on his porch, or on his stoop. I couldn't either, but he, he wants it very badly. <laughs> So, um, do you want to talk about the news? It's been a while since we've done the news. Oh my god, gonna burn down the whole apartment. Let me light this candle first. Let me set the mood. Just want to remind everybody a couple things before we jump into the news. Tomorrow, a new episode of the Universal Pokemon Federation will premiere at upfworld.com at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that's upfworld.com, a new, brand new episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, if you like wrestling and or Pokemon, you should definitely check it out. Um, or me. Or Liz. Okay. Um, also, uh, the Mike Romy's Award Show, January 8th. We're going head-to-head with uh, Impact's Hard to Kill and AEW's Battle of the Belts. So we really picked a bad day to put that on. But we hope you'll still join. Yeah. Yeah. We booked it before they did, so... Well, not hard to kill. Fair enough. No, because I I started talking... Well, actually, no, we didn't book it, I guess, until recently. All right. I got some news. A lot of news, actually. I don't have nearly as much news as I thought I did. Sorry. Oh, 
It's fine. And uh, the Mike Romies are our wrestling award show where we award the best and worst of professional wrestling over the course of 2021. This is the second annual Mike Romies. Uh, and it's going to be even better than last year. Somehow managed to keep going. Yeah. Um, did you just sign? No? Um, you gotta buy like, a nice dress for it. Yeah, I gotta wear a suit. Yeah. You don't have to wear a suit if you don't want to. I'm just saying, because I'm going to be getting, like, I'm going to look nice. Mm. Why don't you look nice? You saying I don't look nice? Not what I meant. Mm. Mm. Anyways. Um, I, I know it's over today, are, like, horrible, and I feel bad about that. Um, all right, so let's start with some, not the great news. Um, independent wrestler Marcus Crane passed away at the age of 33. Um, he, um, his, his name is Mark Pobans, um, but he was known as Marcus Crane in GCW. He passed away at 33. Um, it, it's not clear from what, but um, GCW shared a statement. Um, the last time he wrestled was at GCW Planet Death in April. So, uh Rest in peace and best wishes to his family. Yeah. Um, I guess continuing the not-so-great news, uh, Don West is apparently back in the hospital battling cancer for a second time. Um, apparently, a great outlook, feeling, feeling good enough. Um, so hopefully this will pass, too. Um, and uh, he will be out of hospital soon. Hopefully. And on some better news, JR has announced that he's cancer-free. Woo! Um, going into tonight's episode. So, good job for JR. And he's back on commentary. Great to see him. And congratulations to JR. Hear him. Um, and then on some sad news. Um, it's a roller coaster day. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Jake Roberts confirmed that he tested positive for COVID. It was not um, anything AEW related, though. He specified that as much as that. Um, and I guess he kind of said, you know, I tested positive, but I've been taking the precautions that like, I was supposed to. So he said, uh, this is not like. So on. pretty sure I got it from family or when I was out shopping. Oh. Yeah. Um, so hopefully he's going to be okay. Um, Obviously, it's a little concerning because he does have health issues, but best wishes to him. Hopefully, he, hopefully he doesn't have any, you know, symptoms, I guess. Real hardcore symptoms. Yeah. Um, and then to bounce around a little more before we kind of get into our groove, uh, Goldberg announced that he needs shoulder surgery. So, apparently he's got one match left. He revealed on the Pat McAfee show that he's got one match left on his um, uh, contract. And I guess that he's got, he needs to get surgery, but he's not going to get it done until he's done wrestling. So I guess it might be kind of serious. Right. Um, from, I, I think he said uh, in in this interview or somebody said it to him, but basically the shoulder surgery that he's getting 
uh, it ends your career. Um, but it will like perform a miracle on your shoulder. So you get to live your life a lot better, but you can't wrestle ever again. It, it's like a monkey's Real paw. 22. Whichever metaphor you want to use, I guess. Um, so hopefully he doesn't too much, I guess. Into his matches. Okay, so just a couple other pieces of news. Um, first things first. New Japan announced their 2022 New Japan Cup. Um, that's or the New Japan Cup schedule. Um, I'm not going to go through the entire schedule, but it starts on March 2nd um, in Tokyo. And then it continues all the way through March 27th, finishing on March 27th, and I believe um, Osaka. Uh, in Osaka from the 26th to the 27th. Um, that whole month, though, New Japan strong, or New Japan super excited i love that they announce these things so far in advance yeah i always like i don't know what what it is about new japan but i get super stressed something comes to an end Mm -hmm. then i'm like well what happens next guys what happens next Mm -hmm. and they announce shit like this far in advance i'm like okay leave um but yeah so that's gonna be a ton of fucking wrestling i'm super excited for that um then WWE news. Mark, you told me that Mr. Mark Andrews was on main event, but you were incorrect. Apparently, it was not Mark Andrews. Um, a lot of people were saying it was him. It was not. Um, it was actually independent wrestler Mambo Taliano. That's weird. Um, yeah. Cage match is lying to me. I. It, he he posted a clip of the match against T-Bar and um unless he was lying um i mean he, mark mark andrews is still on the results for that episode according to Russell talk it is not mark andrews that's weird cuz they never do jobbers on main event it's always like a no carters. He tweeted, Christmas arrived uh, with a few days of delay for me. Last night I had the opportunity to compete on the most prestigious wrestling stage on the world in front of thousands of people in an amazing big arena. This is absolutely the best moment of my wrestling career. Thank you at WWE. Um, and it was a clip of T-Bar wrestling his ass. It is from a distance, so who knows? Maybe... Maybe there's some like weird confusion or something. I don't know, but according to Russell Talk, it was not Mark Andrews. That's weird. That's very weird. It's very strange. Like very confusing. Yeah. Um so some WWE news. Uh Joni Storm was released from her contract. Um or apparently requesting said release. Um it's not quite clear why. But Mark, you heard that she was getting blamed for the poor performance of her feud with Charlotte. Right, I forgot where I I uh, read that from, but 
uh, I think it was somewhere on Twitter, um, she was getting blamed for that feud not being received well. Uh, as opposed to, you know, the writing, the fucking horrible booking of it, you know. Yeah. Um, in, in a weird way, I guess we can kind of take solace in the fact that it's not a string of releases that, like, we've been smacked with today. But I do hope that she finds a, a better place to be because, like, I was really enjoying watching Tony. I was really getting into it, and now it's like, now what? We wait ninety days. Yeah, but now the the amount of uh, women free agents that are out there now. Oh my god! Like you got Ember, Tony, Tegan, um, uh, not Mercedes anymore, um. Who am I forgetting? A lot of people, yeah. but like I know what you're saying. Um, Bfab. Bfab. Um, it's it's also interesting to me that like I haven't heard anything from Ember. Right. Yeah. I don't know when her contract is expired, but hopefully it's soon so that uh, we can see her. And there was a. There's a handy infographic that I saw that had like all the days that people were released, and they didn't. We, we might get a lot not of not debuts of the Owen Cup, the Owen Hart Cup. That's not women. I I think they're doing a men's bracket and a women's bracket. Um, one last piece of news, and this is actually good news. Um, I think also kind of like an interesting segue. Um, Jake Atlas or. I think he's going by Jake Atlas. Um, he's back. He was wrestling at AEW Dark. And he looked happy as a little goddamn clown. I'm hoping he found uh, what he needed, you know, from, from that time yeah. off. And he's kind of happier with where he is. Yeah. Um, apparently he also... It, it, it's an interesting debut because he debuted for Dark. Instead of being, like, one of those talents that, like, we kind of know the name of, and they debut at Dark, but they kind of get squashed, debuted and beat Serpentico. Oh, wow. Which I think is telling. Yeah, I mean, if you get a Nothing else. on Dark, that's, that's big. And in addition to that, Tony Khan came out later on and shook his hand. Ooh, okay. So I'm getting, like, a... Getting a little vibe, if you will. Yeah. Um... I'm super, super excited. Um, I I can't wait to see more of him. Um, but yeah, that is. I mean, that is what I've got for you tonight, as far as news is concerned. Cool. All right, so then let's jump right into the episode tonight's dynamite. Um, we had we started off immediately with Lucha Bros. Jurassic Express versus FTR Private Party and Matt Hardy. It was a little confusing at first, like who was in this match, who wasn't, because the the Butcher and the Blade were not in it, but they were still on the sidelines. Well, Butcher isn't even there. Oh, then it was just the Blade. It was just the Blade. But I I don't think I saw. I mean, he's pretty hard to fucking miss. I don't think I saw him. 
Um, we start with Cash. Cash is just fucking annoying in the beginning of this. Um, I can tell you on that. Uh, Christian ends up getting his hands on both Cash and Dax. Um, he gets Jungle Boy in. They kind of hip toss Cash together. Uh, when Dash, Dash, fuck, am I? When Dax gets in. He gets this funny little spot where he's kind of pushed into the. Oh, what, is, what does this color mean? <laughs> this is sunrise for Marcus. You know, I can't do this with all of them because, like, if there's like one that's like in between, I'll just go back to the original. Okay. The pink will kind of be your. This is my default. Okay, okay. Okay. That's that that stands well, I think. Um but Dax had this fun little spot where he gets shoved into the jungle boy uh Lucha Bros corner. And everybody, all four men that are standing on the apron get a chance to punch him in the head and it's kinda of funny because he overshoots Luchasaurus at one point. So he kind of has to like tuck his head over like he's offering it up. Which I thought was just super cute. Yeah. Um Jungle Boy ends up getting in. He gets the snare trap on Dax, but Cash gets Dax out. Marquen gets in. He launches Jungle Boy into Matt Hardy, and it starts to fucking fall apart. Cash, like, gets his hands on Jungle Boy. The ref is standing right over. It was Aubrey. Aubrey's standing right over Jungle Boy and Cash, and is like, you can't do this. <laughs> You're not allowed to do this. And Cash is just holding on to him. Um, FTR end up sending Jungle Boy into the lower turnbuckle. Hunter finally gets in. He just kind of Loops around on um, Arquen and Isaiah Cassidy. Next gets in. Um, we get a team thrust kick to Cassidy and then a double DDT to FTR. Phoenix um, also ends up getting a senton Atomico to Marquen. Marquen then helps save Isaiah from a package driver. Um, he kind of helps bring Isaiah down him send Fenix into a DDT. Um, Fenix ends up getting a moonsault press onto FTR once they're in, and then Luchasaurus gets in, and he fucking pancakes Isaiah, who squeals like the most high-pitched scream I've ever heard come out of a man's mouth. Oh my god. It was fucking hilarious. Um, He then clears out uh, uh, clears out Marquem, slams Dax, and then Penta tags himself in. Which was kind of... Okay. Starting beef with uh, Jurassic Express. Yeah, which I, I guess, like, you know, they're it's cool if they go back to being in-betweeners because then we can get back involved again and it's not as weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, he hits a backstabber to Dax. Mark Quinn ends up saving the day. Matt Hardy then sends uh, Luchasaurus into the post. Jungle Boy dives out onto um, Matt Hardy. Phoenix dives out onto, onto Isaiah and Mark Quinn. Penta um, goes to finish the match, but Christian Cage tags in. FTR hit him with the big rig, and he fucking loses. Um, and I'm going to say something, and it might not be popular, and I'm sorry mm. for that. I am not big on... Christian. Christian? No, a lot of people aren't. 
tired. A lot of people aren't big on him, and I'm not really either. Pretty boring. Um, it's like he's like a dollar store wrestler. He's like a dollar store legend, you know. Not what I was going to say, but that's harsh as fuck. Yeah, well, he can suck an egg. <laughs> I'm the heel, baby. Christian's a um, whore. <laughs> I'm down, Dan Lambert. Um, um, I just... The thing is, is his attitude is like, even when he's supposed to be a face, he... Pardon me. I have a laptop that's about to die. Um, even when he's supposed to be a face, he's like this cocky, smug fuck. And I'm like, dude, mm -hmm. be nice. <laughs> like, we thought that he was gonna like end up turning Jungle Boy heel because he was being so obnoxious. Yeah, which he should have. He should have, or he should have gone heel. So can I just say this is horrible? Is it the cranberry? Is this cherry cordial? Oh. You know what a cherry cordial is? Because oh, I didn't. I don't know what a cherry cordial is. Chocolate covered cherry. Oh, okay. Doesn't sound very bad. The taste of fake chocolate is not. You do like those chocolate martinis. You would like it. I've only had one. I want to have another one. I forget what it tastes like. But I do have a white Russian. Chocolate drink. Chocolate beer is really good. White Russian is not chocolate. I know, but it's like uh, that sweet kind of desserty drink. Game. What? Game. Yeah. Um, chocolate beer is really good. Chocolate stout. I don't really like chocolate stouts. The closest I can ever get to a chocolate stout is Guinness, and I don't even hate Guinness. I used to love Guinness. Eh, yeah. I like drinking. I, I do like drinking a beer every once in a while that kind of tastes like a mm. meal. That's what a Guinness tastes like. They used to have a coffee. Dunkin' Donuts had a, with Harpoon, I think, had a, a coffee mm. beer. I don't like it. Uh. Oh, wait. I thought I would because I like coffee. I think we had that together. Yeah, because we were at my dad's house. Yeah. I didn't like it that I much. That was fine. Anyways. Uh, so up next, we have another match, 2.0 and Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston and Santana and Ortiz. And what a match this was. You know, I'm going to give this. I God. Green, because I liked this. This was a lot of fun. I liked this too. Eddie was fucking heated this entire match. Yeah, he was. He came out storming the place. Mm -hmm. Screaming across the ring. Yeah. As soon as he oh came God. out, he like cleared out the ring. And uh, Daniel Garcia is just like growing on me every time I see him. You say that like he wasn't growing on you to begin with. I feel like I was just really quiet about it because, like, I realize that I I don't think I talk about it very often, but I fucking love the little yeah. dude. It's just so loud and so annoying. Mm. And it's really kind of my taste. And he's 2.0 son. 2.0 son. 2.0 son. 
the two point family. Um, yeah, I took horrible notes for this because I was enjoying the match way too much. Um, sorry. Um, also, the best part is that like Eddie's yelling across the ring at Daniel, and Daniel's just kind of like vibing and kind of barking back a little bit. It's like, you're gonna get your ass kicked, buddy. Um, Santana ends up hitting, um, I believe it was Garcia with the three amigos. Garcia ends up drop kicking Ortiz. Get a shotgun drop kick to Garcia. Eddie is. Eddie gets in. Eddie just fucking barrels through. At Lee, who gets in, or doesn't get in, but rather gets into the ring. Um, it barrels through Jeff Parker. Just to get to Garcia, hits him with some machine gun chops. Um, didn't spend a ton of time with him, though, which I thought was interesting. And I didn't love that so much. But um, eventually, really, the way this match ends, and I think what's exciting about this is that I know we're going to get more. Um, Matt Lee rolls up Santana, holding on to his trunks. And that's. That's it. The, the funny um, thing is that Santana, I think it was Santana, had just said today that him and Ortiz want to go for the tag titles. Oof. Um, I do think it was very funny afterwards because the match ended fucking you know how like i always make fun of like the match ends and like they still keep beating him up and the guy's like ringing the bell and it's like oh fucking daniel garcia gets the fucking bell starts ringing it himself it's like there's no fucking rules (laughs) there's no fucking rules with these matches and then of course it all had to go to shit Yep, yep, yep. Um, but after after that match, we had here. Let me let me bring myself back to back to normal. What? Not talking about how it went to shit. Oh yeah, how did it all go to shit? Because we're having a good time. Two point families beating up Santana and Ortiz. And who comes out? Oh right, right. But goddamn fucking Chris Jericho looking worse than ever. So I don't know what the fuck he, he went through. He was just in the hospital. Cut him some slack. Okay, fine. I, I don't like him, but fine. Looks aside. Comes out with his little baseball bat or softball bat. Um, Daddy didn't care for that. Yeah, because he came out after they'd already handled it. And then he was like, you didn't do shit. You came out and just showed yourself off and didn't do anything Santana and Ortiz had to kind of be like yeah cause we do here. and Ortiz are both in the inner circle so they gotta they gotta back Chris but also Eddie's their best friend so or rather Ortiz's best friend Eddie only chooses one person of a tag team to be best friends with yeah Ortiz of of Proud and Powerful, or it's uh, Penta of the Lucha Bros. The other two, it's like, yeah, well, and then, and then there's that guy. 
Um, but after that, we had a, an MJF promo. Uh, he's backstage with Sean Spears and Wardlow. And he says, we're going to talk about unsafe working conditions. I was thrown off the top rope by Sting. The man was revered when he should have been released. If I worked for a professional wrestling company, this wouldn't have happened. You stayed away from me the entire match, CM Punk. You're yesterday's news. War Dog, I'm going to ask you to stop chasing that powerbomb symphony and instead chase that ladder match for number one contender for the TNT Championship. But when you win, you have to relinquish it to me. Uh, and then... He explains that it's in the contract. Smart Mark Sterling comes in and, and reads the contract to him. Um, MJF says, In the meantime, I'll start ranking up and getting W's so I can become not only TNT champion, but also the AEW world champion. Very interesting. I, I really wonder who's going to be the first double champion of AEW. Will it be MJF? Will it be Cody? Will it be Miro? Hobbs. Um, Miro's still in the Squidward white zone. Miro is gonna, he's gonna get the TNT title and the world title and then take God's throne so he will become God. He will be the forever what? champion. Apparently he was born on Christmas, so... Wow, he really is God. Maybe that's not what I was going to say, but yeah, sure. You know. Um, it's weird we didn't see any mirror today. That didn't come through at all. That I wonder if we'll see him for rampage. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, we then have an interview with the Lucha Bros. Jurassic Express runs in along with Christian, and Christian says, "You guys acted for yourselves out there." Let's do it. Let's have a match for the tag titles. Um, Alex Abrahantes translates for Penta and says, If you're going to be the future Jungle Boy, consider letting go of the past, Christian. Even Alex is like, please, just break up already. Uh, and then we get uh, Wardlow in action against Colin Delaney. Wardlow clotheslines Colin. And then power bombs him a number of times. And wins. Yeah, and the whole time Sean Spears is just sitting in his chair, watching. A little mad that Wardlow's still power bombing, taking his time. But then he go uh, Spears goes in with a chair and beats the shit out of Colin. So then after that, we had a uh, promo with the new era. And the Bucks, the Young Bucks, and you know what? This gets a green. I love That's the good. fact that they're carrying the storyline over from NXT. Um. So Adam Cole's just saying that they're going to go down as the greatest group in all of pro wrestling, and Matt Jackson's like, "Is that what you want to call it? Is that what this is?" Even though Kyle hasn't even said hi to us or looked us in the eye. Uh, Kyle says, oh, hi, Matt. Uh, can I talk to Adam real quick? And then uh, Cole asks the Bucks to leave. He even asks Bobby to leave. And Kyle says, I know things are messed up between us. You're not surviving. You're thriving here at AEW. We are three dangerous individuals. Notice he said three. 
I know Bobby Fish has my back. I guess I'll find out if you do too. And, uh, uh, well, next up we have Dan Lambert, so. Oh my god, do we have to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's a big old red. Is there a black option that I could just pick? No. Um, can I turn it off? <laughs> um, Honestly, just sit in darkness. Yeah. Um, so, Dan Lambert's out there with the men of the year in the ring. Men of the year deserve so much better than Dan Lambert. Like, my god. They are too talented for this shit. So, Lambert says, my MMA business is a full-time job. And I, I didn't take notes of a, a lot of the bad shit he said. Because I only took notes on the important stuff. Uh, he said, my MMA business is a full-time job. The problem is there's nothing cool about Cody Rhodes and his entourage. Now, Arn Anderson is a guy trying to make a couple couple dollars sucking up to another guy who's sucking up to another guy i know how hard you try to make it in this business cody you even want you even went so far as to tattoo a transformers logo on your neck that even mike tyson thinks looks stupid you cut a deal with tony khan to become a pet project and cut the line to the tnt championship aw fans may be idiots but even idiots don't like the shit sandwich you're shoving down their throats uh, he talks about Brandy Rhodes being a stripper, and and Ethan Page is like former stripper. Oh wait, and, oh oh wait, no. Dan Lambert says that Brandy Rhodes is the only woman named Brandy that uh, isn't a stripper. And then Ethan Page says, uh, we don't know that she wasn't a stripper or something like that. Um, Brandy comes out, and she says, "Who told you it's open mic night? You less talented version of Paul Heyman." Um, and then of course Dan Lambert says I actually prefer Jim Cornette of course he's a Jim Cornette guy yeah of course um, but whether he actually is or if that's just part of the character Um, but the sound of your voice makes me think I was back at that make me wish I was back at that street fight when Chris Jericho was, was stapling my balls or something I don't know uh, it, it was hard to keep up with all this. Brandy said, when was the last time you got hit by a woman and didn't have to pay for it? I will whoop your ass tonight for free. Lambert says, I'm sorry, I get my stripper names confused sometimes, Brandy. If I'm lucky, if I'm the lucky man that gets the privilege of slapping the taste out of your mouth, then let's go. Brandy says, oh, you're a black belt? Because Dan mentioned that he's a black belt and fucking whatever. Um... Brandy says, oh, you're a black belt, then I'm a black bitch, let's go. And Dustin Rhodes runs out and gets in the middle of things, breaks them up. Ethan Page punches Dustin in the face. And then, uh, that's, that's the end of that segment, thank God. And I can, I can return this back to what it once was. Um, then we get a video package for Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. And then we got Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. And this gets not a green. This doesn't get a green. Oh. This gets a yellow because this is gold. Ooh. This is gold because this match was awesome. And the debut that happens afterwards is awesome. Okay. Uh, so to 
Sterling's mad. Jade ends up throwing Smart Mark Sterling in front of her um, to block Thunder Rosa diving off the apron, which is totally what he would want it anyway. So I'm so hard to foul. Um, inside, we get a backbreaker to Thunder Rosa. Jade ends up shoving the head of Rosa into the ring post. End up getting a running dropkick to Jade. Um, then Jade decides that she's just going to lift Thunder Rosa up and like toss her up in the air and then catch her and hit her with a smoke drop. So sick. What? (laughs) Sure. Um So mind you, Thunder Rosa came out in like cute little uh Wolverine vibe. I I think she was specifically doing the um Oh, what's the number? I think it's X thirty two or something. The 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 lady Wolverine because she had the two claws instead of the three on each hand. She knows her comics. I don't. Um, a knee breaker to Jade, and then a figure four on Jade. Um, then eventually Jade shoves. Rosa into the ropes. Somebody, some masked crusader, if that you will, they pa- thought was part of the crew. Right. Um, it hits Thunder Rosa with like it almost seemed like a bottle. Yeah, something shattered. It shattered. Um. So we'll just say it hits Thunder Rosa with a bottle, um, while Smart Mark distracts the ref. And then Jade hits the Jaded to win her match. Then Thunder Rosa, after the bell has rung, attacks Jade Cargill just a little bit more. Our our special little friend. Yeah. Arrives. Because ladies and gentlemen, Mercedes Martinez is all elite. Good for her. She she killed it at a, when she was at Impact for a little bit. And uh, the shame her time in WWE was so was cut short. Kind of wanted her time and impact to be longer, but yeah, she's gonna do great in AW. Uh, yeah, AW. Um, so let's get back to normal. Um, after that we had CM Punk coming out. This was this is very long. He said, I come out here and I get to thinking how awesome it is to see Jim Ross back here, sitting in that booth. I give Jim Ross his flowers when I get to thinking about this place and how this has been a home for AEW, Daly's place. Um, and it gets me thinking about Brody Lee. If there's any th- anybody out there that tries to minimize the impact that man had, it makes me so sad because it means they never met him. I watched, the tri- I watched the tribute show, and it made me want to come here. I started thinking about someone who's not worth my time. I'm talking about MJF. MJF is a Twitter troll in the flesh. He's somebody who talks a big game, but you don't say that stuff to your face. But won't say that stuff to your face. MJF says he's done with me. Honestly, I'm fine with that. I got to team with Sting and Darby Allen, and we beat FTR and MJF. If MJF is afraid or scared, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to have none. I'm looking towards bigger and better things. He's talking about becoming the AEW champion. You always hear people say if you don't want to be champion, you shouldn't be here. I want to be champion too. 
There's brighter things on the horizon for CM Punk. MJF, you are a waste of my time. I don't want to mess with MJF, but he found out the hard way that on this mic, in this ring, even on commentary, nobody can touch me. If he wants to climb that ladder sooner or later, I'll see him again in this ring, but it'll be a real shame if somebody interfered in his quest for gold. Did we never get CM Punk versus MJF? We MPF? never got the straight one-on-one, -on -one, so we're probably going to get that for like a number one contender or something like that. They're saving it for something special because either of them losing, like they didn't want to give CM Punk's first loss to MJF, but they probably didn't want uh, MJF to lose at all. So they, they made the right decision, in my opinion. Um, then we see Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. And uh, Ricky says, I'm glad you're back, Jim Ross, because you freed up Taz's time. Uh, Dante, when you screw over Ricky, you screw over Team Taz. You screwed up your chances of having a successful career at AEW. Since you got involved with Leo, your progress got stalled. Last time you and Hobbs went at it, we all know how that happened. Um, and then Hobbs says, do you really want to go to round two with me? We then get a video package for Hikaru Shida and Serena Deeb 4, I think it is now. I think it's 4. Because uh, it's 4 or 5. Was, the last one was a rubber match, because I think commentary mentioned that. Um, so then we get Brian Pillman Jr. in the ring. He says, last week in Greensboro, my brother walked right into the House of Black. I'll never get the sound of that bell out of my head as Malachi tried to end Griff's career. I can write, I ran right into that ring to protect my brother, but that's when things get fuzzy and my memory goes black. Next thing I know, I'm laying on the ground. Congratulations on your cheap shot. I've been busting my ass day in and day out. It is my turn to take a trip to the House of Black. If I learned one thing from my father's life, it's that you only get one of them. Next week, you're going to see a new Brian Pillman Jr. And then, uh, I have a feeling he's not going to be, like, like, it's going to be, like, he's not going to be, like, Varsity Blondes, Brian Pillman Jr. He's probably going to separate himself from that gimmick next week. Um... I have a feeling. I just want... Mr. King. Yeah, Brody King, yeah. We'll probably see him next week. I have a... I have a very another very strong feeling um but then malachi appears on the ramp and points to pillman and then disappears um the reason i, I have a strong feeling about brody debuting next week is that if if malachi just takes on pillman and wins where 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 do you go from that there's nothing special in that have him bring out brody have Brody fight for him or have Brody like do something in the match to to make the match something special because by that point they would have taken out every member of of a whole faction. So, I I think that's one of the only ways they can make it special. Um So then finally we have our main event. Best friends versus what I'm calling New Era. I think that's what they're going to call themselves based on that tweet that uh, Cole made. 
or what uh what Cole said during the road two. What are you doing? This I hate this. I don't know if you've ever had to deal with this. Sometimes you get a lip gloss, you go to shut, and the force inside of the bottle is too much so you kind of have to like hold it down while you screw it shut. It's a fucking pain in the ass. It makes me me a little batty. You know what? Nice. Giving this a little green. Blue. Here's a little green. Um. Yeah, so let's talk about matches that I took really bad notes on because I was watching them. Switch into red? There's an interesting setting on this. It's like a sunrise. Oh, cute! Yeah. It starts like red and then it's like to to daylight. It's getting very blue though. How far does it go? I think it's done. Now what if? Yeah, now now it's sun setting. That's really cool. Display <laughs> also will respond to Mark's voice oh, given the yes. opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is like the weirdest function I've ever seen on a light. <laughs> I don't know why you would need it. I don't it. know why either. What value does it I guess for parties, if you have like a like music going, you want the light to go with the music. Yeah, but then, like, what if it's, like, too sensitive and it's, like, listening to music, it's listening to the party guests, like... Yeah, it might. Somebody, some, some dude at the party just goes up to the light and starts screaming at it so that it does something different. <laughs> I'm that dude at the party. Um, alright, so my first three notes are... Swear words. Um, yeah, I didn't take good notes on this at all, I'll be honest with you right now, because I... Loved this match. I was having so much fun. Yeah. Why? And why? Kyle Riley. I just love Bobby Fish so much. The reason. Um, Kyle ends up getting in the ring with Chuck. He's mad with him. He goes at uh, Trent for a little while. They exchange blows, and then they both kind of kick each other. It's very like, you anything you can do, I can do better. Except I can do it the same way. Um, and we get what might be my new favorite pairing, which was Bobby versus Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I never thought about it, but Bobby's entire personality is very, like, aggressive. <laughs> like, he's very loud. He's very annoying. Mm -hmm. He's very much the opposite of Orange Cassidy. And to watch Orange Cassidy just kind of, like, kick him while Bobby stood there, like, what the fuck are you doing? I love every second of it. <laughs> um, Bobby ends up kicked out from under Orange Cassidy. Um, ends up having to kind of chase Cassidy a bit until Adam takes over. Um, later on, you get Kyle and he gets a dragon screw on to Chuck, and then Bobby kicks the legs out from under Chuck. Uh, Kyle gets a pump handle on Mr. Chuck. Bobby is yelling from the fucking sidelines, which 
there's one thing I missed. Even when Bobby was like, because I mean, you know, we've had Bobby for a minute now. Bobby Fish yelling from the sidelines. Don't get that shit very often anymore. Now that we're getting it again. Good. Good. I can hear our neighbors yelling at each other. How do you neighbors. hear that? I don't hear anything. And I'm on the neighbor's side. Do you have headphones on? Yeah, one that's like half off. Still here. In a silent ass room. All I can hear is the sweet, sweet symphony of my own voice. Do you want to talk about the match? Yeah, sure. Um, you end up getting a guillotine on Trent from Mr. Kyle. Um, then later on, Adam gets in. He gets hit with the stun dog millionaire from Cassidy. Kyle kind of. I I don't know if this is how it's supposed to be interpreted. Kyle shoves Adam out of the way and kind of takes the bullet for him. Um, halfway through this match, which I thought was really yeah, interesting, because that's not going to be expounded upon. Kyle's I just making up excuses to take bumps because he loves it. Also fair. Um, I'm getting some teamwork from Bobby and Kyle to Cassidy. Um, and then Bobby gets a hold on Trent, like lifts him up in like the vertical suplex position, brings him down onto the ropes on the um, entrance ramp. And then like I, our TV was kind of stuttering at this point too, but like I didn't understand what something went wrong. I think something got fucked up. Um, Chuck ends up just fucking clobbering Bobby and Kyle. Get a diving DDT to Adam and then a pile driver to Adam from Chuck and then Trent and then Cassidy hits him with the beach break. Um, Bobby and Kyle end up saving the day. They break up the pin. Kyle sends, however, a knee to the face of Mr. Cole. Row. You will. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, not gonna look good on on Friday. That doesn't look good on paper. Um, get soul food half and half too, Bobby. Brandon ends up coming through, saves the day a little bit. Bucks come out to also help. Um, we're having a little bit of fun. We get the chase and the dragon from Kyle and Bobby. Kyle gets the pin. Bobby holds his boy. Adam Cole stands on the sidelines and looks like he is a kicked puppy. <laughs> he looks, his face looks like a slapped ass. Well, I swear to God. Help him. Um, and that that just makes me think that we're gonna get like a Cole on a pole match. Yeah, I'm hoping that we kind of get like a. I don't want this to be the one and only thing where where Adam's like, no, fuck mm -hmm. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good sign, though, that Adam is uh, that Adam was in this match tonight, though, because um, he said that he was feeling sick. So I don't think this was taped prior. Um, but he said he was feeling sick. Okay, and he said that he was getting tested. So I assume that if he got tested and everything came back 
Swaggy, then he—that's why he was there tonight. Yeah. I mean, according to Jake the Snake, they don't because I don't think AEW. There, they take good precautions. I was gonna say I don't think AEW also. I don't think that they were. I know, like some of the episodes for WWE this week were pre-taped. Mm-hmm. They've already yeah. happened. Um, I don't think that was the mm-hmm. case with AEW. I don't think they do that. So. Um, and that we... what was it? It's a good thing we saw him. And the matches announced for Rampage are as follows. Cody Rhodes versus Ethan Page for the TNT Championship. Uh, Darby Allin versus Anthony Bowens. Um, Technique by Taz. Hook's Red Rum. I I think it's going to be Taz teaching us the Red Rum. Uh, and then finally, Penelope Ford and the Bunny versus Ty Conti and Anna Jay in a street fight. That looks like a pretty pretty fun card. All right, so you want to talk about the the best of the night? All right, promo of the night. Um. Oh god, this one's this is a little tough. A little tough. MGF promos, whatever. Lucha Bros interview is whatever. New Era and the Bucks. That was pretty fun because I'm glad we're getting that storyline still in AEW. Which is very fun. Dan Lambert was shitty. Um Punk was fine. A bit long winded, but Hobbs and Ricky was fine. Pil- Brian Pillman Jr. was fine. Um, personally, I'd I'd go with uh, um, what did I say I'd go with? Uh, a new era in the box. Do you agree? I can agree with that. Before we continue with the best of the night for a question segment, leave a question in the chat if you want to ask us anything wrestling related or not uh and if you're watching on youtube leave a comment and we'll get to it in the next one and if you're listening on spotify join us at the live show twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to talk to us live all right liz all right liz i'm gonna give you three options for wrestlers of the night you tell me who you think is our wrestler of the night so, Ray Phoenix, Jade Cargill, or Orange Cassidy? Hmm. I'm going to go with something I don't think you're going to agree. Oh, I'm going to go with Jade, too. Okay, cool. I was hoping awesome. you'd say her, because she fucking killed it. Um and I want to see want to see more of her. All right, so match of the night. Yeah. All right, so let's as always we go from the worst match match to the best match, um, of the night and 
we'll, we'll see which one is the match of the night. Whatever. So, um, starting with the worst match of the night, 4 out of 10, Wardlow versus Colin Delaney. It was a squash match. That's all I have to say. Next up, 5 out of 10, 2.0 in Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. I thought it was pretty decent. I don't know. I, I didn't love it. Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia yelling was probably the best part, but the actual wrestling was like, it's fine. Hmm. Um, next up with a 6 out of 10, Thunder Rosa versus Jade Cargill. I thought this match was a lot of fun. Could have been so much better, I think, if they'd waited to reveal Mercedes until after the like, like didn't have her interrupt and ruin the match. Um, I didn't hate that so much. I here's the thing with interruptions for me: if it's an interruption and they're instantly out, like if Thunder Rosa kept kicking for a little bit, that would have been good. But because she was out instantly that kind of ruins it for me personally hmm. um next up they a six out of ten lucha bros and jurassic express versus ftr private party and matt hardy i thought this was a lot of fun i didn't love it um the rest i think it was just like a good old fun match um I, I need Christian to do something worthwhile, though. I, uh, I've i been enjoying him more in Impact before he lost the title than I have been in AEW. Um, he's just like... It, he feels so weird in Jurassic Express. I get that. I get that. And my pick for match of the night, Best Friends versus The New Era. I thought this was a ton of fun. It was a bit ridiculous, but I, I thought it was great to see Kyle, Bobby, and Cole all wrestling together again. Um, I, I thought this had some really great spots. Kyle is back to his fucking insane selling, or insane bumps. Um, like when he just fell straight from like the ropes to the floor. And, and basically bounced. You know that was Kyle just like accepting it. Hmm. Um and I, I thought Orange was, was so great in this match. Um and even the Bucks coming in, it didn't kill the match immediately. There was still some time between that interruption and the end. Um and that sowed the seeds for more going forward. But had they not come in, I would have enjoyed the match a lot more. I, I just hate interruption. I, I hate when a match is like, yeah. like interfered with in the middle. So do you do you agree? Okay. I do agree. Cool. So to run it back, promo the night. Uh, the New Era and Young Bucks have a little chat. Um, wrestler of the Night, Jade Cargill, and Match of the Night, Best Friends versus New Era. I hope they go by New Era, otherwise I look like a fool. New Era would be really cool as a name, yeah. so. Uh, I saw um, 
John Rossap call them undisputed era. You know, placing the E in the U. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. EU. European yeah, Union. That's it. That's it. All right. So you want to answer some questions? I'll answer a question. All right. We've got a couple. Um, we've got some on YouTube and Mariam's in the chat. Let's start with some on YouTube because these are a little older. Um, Mylon left a couple on the GCW video. One of them is, how was GCW? Yeah, thank you, Mylon. Yes, thank you, Mylon. Uh, how was GCW's production? I've heard they still need to get that up to par. Absolutely. We didn't see the actual show until, what was it, a half hour in? Maybe a half like, hour, yeah. The, the Fight TV stream didn't start until a half hour in. We lost the first match. Um, but as far as the actual show itself, once it got started, it was like, it was just fine. It was pretty good production. The The place that it was in was, uh, what was it, the, the PBR Cultural Center? Uh, yeah. It looks pretty nice. The ring's nice. It's fine. After it got past that initial bump. Once we got past the bump, it was fine. Uh, in the mean, in the meantime, it was a. Uh... Oh boy! And it's kind of funny because like Mark made a comment about it. Fucking Effie yeah. liked the tweet. <laughs> Which I thought was like, okay, so he knows. Yeah. <laughs> or at least they're somewhat aware of what's happened. Um, but I think so. uh, going back to like the production of it, I, I think the lack of production value. Oh, you froze real bad. Okay, you're back. Um, the lack of production value very much fits, fits the promotion. Um, and not in a bad way at all. I, I think it very much works works for them. Um, Milam has another question. Actually, let's go to Miriam's question first before we get to the other question. Uh, Miriam's question is, who do you think the judges will be for Paige and Danielson 2? Ooh. Huh. I don't know. It could know. be people in AEW or it could be outside people. Eric Bischoff, maybe? Maybe? I don't think he has a deal with WWE or anything. I think he's just making appearances wherever he wants. Um, I would say maybe. Oh, somebody told me Mark Henry, and I don't Mark know why. Henry. It would be pretty lame if they yeah. just went with like some commentators or backstage people. I don't think that they're gonna go with anybody crazy. I though. think they would have revealed it already. Like, part of me thinks somebody that favors. Danielson, somebody that favors Paige, and then somebody neutral. The neutral could be Bischoff. Paige's person could be Evil Uno. Oh, yeah, okay. Danielson's, I don't know. Who is he friends with? Kane? No, Kane's still with uh, WWE. 
<gasps> I don't know. I don't know what who's if he like. Gets Kenny. Oh, I was thinking Kenny, but I feel like it'd be really weird for Kenny to come back in that respect. I don't know. I. I think I I think. Kenny would be able to like put aside his dislike of Danielson to ruin a match for Paige. Um, Mariam suggested plot twist. It's the judges from the Go Big Show. We get Rosario Dawson and Cody Rhodes. Don't forget uh um who was the other guy? The guy that was just at AEW like a couple weeks ago. T Pain. I think it was T Pain. Um. Oh yeah, T Pain. Um. I think Kenny would be would be a lot of fun. Maybe Mox. Mox? I don't know. It, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Um. It's hard to tell like a couple things whether. Like, who the judge will be, and who, like, when Mox will be back, because we don't know how long this rehab process will be. Um, I guess it all depends on his own recovery. But, um, no, I really don't. No, either. And it was funny, because, like, the judge's comment was so offhand that I was like, oh, it can't be anything crazy. Now, like, the more I think about it, I'm like. Eh. Marion said, what if it was three other refs? Who would make sense or who would they go? Or would they go for someone shocking? There were three of the refs. I feel like it'd be Rick, Aubrey, and Bryce. I think Bryce would ref the match. I don't think he'd be a judge. I think it'd be Rick, Aubrey, and um, Paul Turner. Maybe Paul Turner. I don't know. I I have no clue what the vibe is even going to be for that match. Again, like I said, I I thought it was such an offhand comment that, like, in my head when I imagined it, I was just thinking of three, like, random schmucks off the street. Okay. I'm going to make a prediction right now. I'm I'm making a prediction. Because this is the first show on TBS. They're going to put as much into it as possible for the sake of the ratings. 